Welcome to the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. I am actually just doing a quick introduction this week before I turn it over to my associate, Tron Carter. He has a worldwide exclusive interview. That's right, folks. Only on the Trap Draw worldwide exclusive podcast interview with Lee Sanderlin of Jackson, Mississippi. You may, I can't believe it if you are, but you may be asking yourself, who is Lee Sanderlin? Uh, He is the gentleman that spent uh, 16 hours in a Waffle House uh, last week on account of losing his fantasy football league. Uh, The punishment was to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House and an hour would be subtracted for each waffle he ate in that time period. It was a story that went viral. Um, as he will tell you, he actually wrote his own column about it. It's been picked up in numerous publications around the country. But you're only going to hear from him directly on the Trap Draw podcast. So I'm going to get out of the way. Uh, the next voice you hear is going to be my associate, Tron Carter. And then the next voice after that is going to be Lee Sanderlin. So I hope everybody enjoys. And uh, now on to our interview. The uh, man of the hour right now. Figured we'd get you on. Yeah. Uh, look, big, big fan of the Trap Draw. Uh, less of a fan of being an internet sensation, if, <laughs> which sounds like such an asshole thing to say. Um, but oh man, it's weird. Yeah. So, so I guess let's start at the beginning. What uh, this is all fantasy football related. What was like? What's the league you're in? Basically, we've uh, it's just guys that um, you know. Some of them I've known since high school. Some of them, uh, the rest of them we met in college. Um, we just, you know, like let's play fantasy football because that's what you know people do. Um, and we were really poor when we first started playing. I mean, you know, most of us still are, but um, like you know, we were like, all right, like we don't want to put a bunch of money on down this, and it's be way more fun to watch someone do something uh, miserable. So we went to Appalachian State, which is in uh, yeah, Boone. Boone. Yeah, and punishment. Originally, it was like whoever comes in dead last is going to have to walk in January from Boone to Blowing Rock, which is like seven, eight, nine miles down this back road. It's very up and down and cold and pretty miserable. So, like, whatever, that was cool. And then, you know, we all graduated and kind of needed something else to do. And I, a person who had not come in last before, it was like, ah, you know what? Uh, it would be really funny is these guys that go and sit at Waffle House for 24 hours. Um, that's something like, you know, we can do. And I definitely had some people in mind that I wanted to see do it. Um, so I suggested it and the league took a vote. And we're like, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. Um, uh, naturally, I, because it was my idea, it was my, my season to just be completely <laughs> ass at fantasy football. 
Did it come down to the wire? Or so so I was so I did tie for dead last. Um but I, I had less points scored for the season. Yeah. We uh we've got one so they don't have uh airport smoking rooms anymore, so it's kind of thrown a wrench into it, but ours was somebody had to go spend an hour or two hours in the Atlanta airport smoking lounge. Uh we got this from from some friends down here in Jacksonville. They do it and you come out and you you just smell like 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 an like an ashtray and then you have to get on your next flight basically. Um so yeah, I'm 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 a big fan of the fantasy football, you know, stakes where it's it's truly like something you don't want to do instead of just a monetary penalty, right? Yeah, like the yeah, idea like look, like you know you can't win like with five weeks to go. It just completely takes like it takes all the juice out of every week. You're just like whatever, not even gonna set my lineup. And now it's just like, man, I really, really, really don't want to finish in last place. So I didn't realize you went to to uh, App State. You've you've got to be one of the few people in in the history of humanity that 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 have the App State Columbia Journalism School double. Yeah, um, I I might be one of the very very few that have ever taken this weird route, and you know now I live in Jackson, Mississippi. So, so like an, was, except, an exceptionally strange route. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the location. So you did the Waffle House in Jackson, and you've only been there a couple months, right? Oh man, I've lived here for a month. Okay. Um. Now, so I did it outside of Jackson, based on like what Waffle House is going to be the least like the least busy, and also which one has the best reviews on Yelp. And the Waffle Houses here, yeah, there's hundreds of Yelp reviews. I'm and I'm sure really digging into the minutia of anything you could imagine from a Waffle House. So like what what sort of things did you look at in the in the Yelp reviews? Was it more like hey they've got a you know loving caring staff at this one or Yeah, yeah, actually actually I uh I did I did see a review for the one I went to. It was like the staff here was great. They were really kind. Uh and like you know treated me well, which I felt like is a pretty exceptional thing to write about a uh a Waffle House, someone to take the time to go on Yelp and write such a kind note. Yeah. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing that. I was like, man, this might be the one. This might be the one. Um, and then, you know, someone else was like, hey, my food was really good. I was like, okay, uh, sure, that too. You know, I, I, dug, I dug into like, this is the, this is like, I mean, there's, there, there are several Waffle Houses within 20 minutes of where I live. And because I live right in the middle of Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, proper. I was like, well, this was like definitely on the outskirts of the quote unquote metro area. I just don't think it's going to be that busy. And that'd be great because I'd, I'd hate to be that guy that's like, hey, I'm going to have to sit here for a really long time. And on the off chance that you get, you get wild on a Thursday night, uh, I'd hate to put someone out. Yeah. So that was, those are really my main considerations. So um, did you go scout it out beforehand, even too? Or? Absolutely not. I just, uh, Basically, I got done with my day on Thursday. We had we had Friday off as a, as a company, um, so I got done with my day on Thursday. And as soon as my shift ended, I but you know as soon as I filed my story for that day, I uh, hopped in the car and just showed up. It's like let's do it. And okay, so all right, so uh, and and kind of recounting this for for those that somehow haven't read about it yet, because you've been written up in 
and and we'll get into that kind of the tale of it as far as you know how this snowballed into a life of its own but um so you go in you sit down did you did you explain right off the bat hey i'm going to be here for at least 15 yeah like hours? You, so i so i go in um my my server is a 16 year old high school kid who is like very very chatty very nice and i was like hey um it's just him and the cook and i'm the only guy in there and i was like look guys uh, how's it going um you know i'm i'm lee uh just want to let you guys know that I'm going to be here for a very long time. And I just kind of explained it, plopped down the table. Um, and they were just like looking at me like, there's no way this dude's serious. Like, what? Like, what? And I was like, no, like, really, this is real. And uh, as part of the vet, I've got a, I've got a tweet about it. Um, and I ordered two waffles and just kind of, kind of went right at it. Uh, and that was like, I had, to, I had to tweet. I had to let my, let my league know in the group text. Like I gave them like a 24 hours heads up. Like I was, I was going to do it. I, I've been on the hook to do it for a while now, but I want to make sure I got vaccinated. And then like, there's no, I was living in New York city. There's no, there's no Waffle houses in New York city. Uh, so I wanted, yeah, I want to make sure I got vaccinated and then mm-hmm. like had the time to do it. it like as, as far as the strategy goes with the waffles, like are you, are you putting, are you putting syrup on them? Are you putting butter on them? Listen, for sure. For I, I assume, you know, most people living in the South have been to Waffle House and had a Waffle House waffle. Okay, like this is not like a crispy a crispy thing that you could, you know, make in your own kitchen. Yeah. Like these things are basically like eating an uniced cake. And they are so dry. Like you've got to have something to like help it go down. Did I did I miscalculate and use too much syrup at first? For sure, absolutely. Um, but I also knew it was a marathon and not a sprint, and I didn't want to sit there and like force myself to eat eight dried waffles in like four hours because um, I just would have thrown up sooner than I did. Yeah. What was the toughest toughest part? I guess, like the toughest stretch of time. Like the toughest part, yeah. Um, the sixth and seventh waffles, like, were pure misery. Um, the sixth waffle was like, you know, it had gotten large on the internet at that point, and you get with uh with when Spencer Hall interacts with you on the internet. Um, that was when I saw it. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh boy. Uh, like I can't, I can't let Mr. Chillips down. Uh, I'm going to order the six waffle. And that was a mistake. I was not ready for that. Uh, it got cold. It was exceptionally cold in that waffle house. And like, I just didn't have it in me at that moment. Cause these things are like 410 calories each minus the butter and syrup. Um, and, yeah, at that point, it's like, oh, I really don't feel good, but I'm going to try. And then it got cold. And once that thing gets cold, it's just, oh, it's miserable. It's Probably like eating car, right? It's like, it's like eating concrete. Like, I imagine it is what concrete in your stomach feels like. So, it, in, in, at some point, there's there's got to be a shift change in there, right? Yeah, so I went through three shift changes. Um, and, you know, to all my 
all the people on the internet, uh, I'd like to announce that I tipped all of my servers very well. And uh, my, my boss actually came to visit me and also contributed to the server, uh, like the server tip jar, just that of like, gosh, you guys are really putting up this idiot right now. Um, as far as the servers go, are you are you explaining it to the new shift every time they come in, or is there kind of a, you know, a back of house meeting and they're saying, "Hey, we've got this idiot Lee up there. He's he's been here for nine hours now." So so I only had to explain it to the first few, and then like it took on a life of itself, and like they were all like just talking about each other, and they'd come up and be like, "Are you really doing this? Like, why why are you doing this?" The the the, the district manager called. To like let people know that this was this this was on the internet at this point, or at least that's that's you know that's what I was told. Um, and yeah, it's so like they they were they were all aware. Uh, I talked to to Victoria, who was my server for the overnight hours. We we talked a bit. Uh, she was you know shout out uh, on being a, a new mom again, Victoria. Hope, hope it's going well. Hope you hope you hope you got some rest this weekend that she said you needed. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they were, again, they were just like, I mean, they, they work there and the whole time I think they were just like dumbstruck that like one, someone wants to spend that much time there and two, that like people cared that I was doing this, like on eight different occasions, people would walk into the waffle house and be like, Hey man, can I buy you a waffle and can we take a picture together? It's truly a community, you know? Yeah. I mean, look. Like, also shout out Mississippians. Uh, I've been here a month, and you guys were all really, really nice to the people that brought me Rolaids and Gatorade and Pepto. Very cool to the people that wanted to buy me a waffle. You know, I I declined because I just you guys called me between that sixth and seventh, and it, you know, respectfully, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, and then it seemed like things were kind of things kind of took off for you after 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 seven, right? Well, after seven, so like I ordered the seven around eleven thirty, and that is also when I made the decision uh, to go outside and let and let nature take its course. Um, and just my, you know, my my league, my league took vote again in the group chat, and they were like, "Yeah, he can throw up, and if he needs to go sit in the parking lot for a minute, he can do that too," because. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to throw up in the bathroom that these people have to clean. I can go behind a dumpster 100 yards away from the building and do it where no one's ever going to see it, and it yeah. won't be an issue. Um, so also, shout out to the people on the internet. They're like, you uncivilized, like, brute for not throwing up outside. I'm like, no, no one, no one needs to clean that. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's what nature kind of took its course. And then I went back in, drank a couple cups of coffee, Two or two thirty, I think I finally finished the seventh waffle, and uh, that's when I had to kind of hit cruise control for a bit and build up for the stretch run. And from a from a beverage standpoint, so you're drinking coffee. Are you, are you slamming water the whole time as well? Slamming water, like absolutely slamming water. Uh, the coffee didn't start until after midnight because you know, I didn't want to suppress my appetite. But at that point, I, I kind of needed to get things moving on the inside which is a little harder to do because I drink like a really obscene amount of coffee to begin with, but I just, I, I had to, I, I, I had, I had to get some, I had to, I had to, I had to get things developing. Yeah. 
any other anything else beyond waffles that you ate like were you just like hey maybe this is going to help the waffle go down easier if i have some hash browns there were plenty of, of suggestions to do so uh but like my body already hurt after like waffle four and to be honest with you my body still hurts a little bit um so no and i was not going to eat anything that just counted against like that wasn't going to help me on my way there was there was talk of having to get a triple order of all the way hash browns in under 10 minutes to like shave a substantial amount of time off my sentence. And no chance was that going to happen. I mean, at some point, did you just, were you just thinking, all right, what, are, like, I'm just going to stop eating and I'm just going to be in here for the duration? Absolutely not. That felt, that, that felt like my, my goal was never to eat an impressive amount of waffles, uh, which I can touch on that in a minute. But, like, I had been awake for, like, 30 hours by, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever, and or, like, 26 hours, and I really just didn't want to sit there until 11 o'clock. I think that's kind of an underrated element that you that you worked a full work day prior to this and like it's not like you prepped for this on a weekend and went in on a sunday morning after yeah like it was a it was a full like i worked a full work day i actually you know we like we published a uh i guess for the listeners i am a i'm an investigative journalist by trade and we you know i, I published a story into um that, that that examined how failures uh, by, by certain nursing homes in the state of Mississippi directly contributed to, to residents' deaths during the pandemic. Um, and this was, this was a large story. It took, yeah. it took weeks to write. So there's like a lot of stress that goes into getting that thing ready, ready for print, not to mention all the other things that I do during a week. But yeah, so I, I at that point I was like, just like, just push through. Just, just like, you gotta, you gotta eat. And once I, once I realized that, Hey, if I get to that four-hour mark and I can eat like two waffles in the next forty-five minutes, I can go home. Uh, yeah, There's, I, I was just gonna push through it. I was gonna do it. Any any backlash on the internet? Anybody that was you know coming after you for being glut you know gluttonous or wasteful or anything? Yeah, like that? look, uh, I got called. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of the backlash were like the the built different crowd who were like, sorry, bro, but I'd have been out there out of there in like three hours, man. Yeah. And I was like, obviously a person who um, either has no self-esteem or has never been to a waffle house. Uh, a lot of people very mad at the dumb things they have also had to do to not go viral, um, which I have no control over the fact that the internet enjoyed this. You know, uh, people, a lot of people, really getting on me for not, uh, I don't know, for taking up space at a, at a eatery. Um, You're spending which, money the whole time, though. Yeah, look, I'm spending money the whole time. Also, a grand total of, like, maybe 20 to 30 people came at that Waffle House the time I was there. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not like I was holding the table, um, holding the table down. And also, to address those concerns, if, if there was a wait, I, I just would have got up. Yeah. And, and, and like stood to the side while someone else could enjoy their meal. Um, you know, a couple guys in my 
DMs telling me that my bloodline, my bloodline is weak because I can only eat nine waffles. Um, which I, I just want to say that that at no part of this did I ever claim that nine waffles is an impressive amount or or like a large amount. It's just the amount that, that I uh, was able to eat. It's a personal and, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it, you know, everyone everyone's got their their their, their personal limits and. If you can eat more, that's really cool. And um, I also hope you're not put in a situation where you have to. So uh, in the in the pictures that I've seen, you're sitting in a booth. Did you make a, a conscientious decision to sit in the booth versus the, the chairs or bar stools? And, and if so, did that hurt your back at all after 12, 13, 14 hours? I did make a conscious decision to sit in the booth. Um, so I want space uh, to maybe... Maybe turn sideways, play the crossword for a bit. Um, dude, I mean, no matter what I was going to do, my back was going to hurt after a while. Luckily, I'm, I'm a young person, so, you know, so back's all right uh, today. Didn't feel great. Didn't feel great that morning. Uh, the, the bad decision was sitting in the booth next to the touch tins, just because you know, like children come in and they're like, "I'm going to play the NC State fight song on the touch tins," or Another, like, I think, like, the UGA fight song also got played on the touch tunes in this Mississippi Waffle House. Um, and I'm guessing they didn't have the Columbia fight song on there. No, Columbia and App State, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look. Um, but, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go out and live and say probably not. Yeah. Although touch tunes have a lot. I mean, someone on the internet, though, or multiple people on the internet, I guess, like, had been to that Waffle House and used that touch tunes and could, like, log into it on their phone. <laughs> and starting around, like, 6 a.m., someone was playing some, some motivational music. I love that. I got I got Simon and Garfunkel's Homeward Bound. Once I told the internet that I was ordering my last two waffles, we had Miley Cyrus's uh, The Climb, which was, I mean, that was okay, but... You know, it, it did it did stir something in me there at the end. Uh, we also got we also got we are the champions um, twice. <laughs> so very cool guys. Um, and then you, you had some kind of some poignant stuff too, right? Uh, lady drove drove from uh, a nearby town. So that that was like, I mean, like we really are. So I so you know, folks, I'm gonna, gonna plug myself here, everyone. Go go read my column. But, um, yeah, so like I said, people have kind of been visiting and popping in or whatever to show their support. Um, but at, like, 6.50, this, this woman walked in, and she was like, you know, are you the guy? And I was like, you, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm really tired, um, but <laughs> sure. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And she was like, no, I just want to tell you that, that my oldest son um, passed away a year ago. And he really liked fantasy football. Uh, and much like you, he was also really bad at it. Um, but my, my, my youngest son and I, like, were, were watching, like, we're, like, reading your tweets all night. And we really enjoyed them. Last week would have been my oldest son's birthday. And it was, understandably for her, you know, she said a very, a very hard week. Um, and she, she said that, like, through this, it, it had, it had brought her a smile, um, which she said was, was had been hard to come by the last week. Again, uh, you know, very understandably, 
Um, and it brought her, her and her, her other son uh, some joy. Um, and she just wanted to come see me before she, she was actually on her way out to the, to the cemetery afterwards. Um, and, you know, of, of all the dumb things to do on the internet, just like bringing one person some sort of joy and what has been one of the worst years in modern history yeah. for so many people. Like, yeah, I really could care less that uh, I went viral or that my body hurts. Like, it, it made someone happy, and that's that's really cool. Yeah. So, I, you know, and then, yeah, I, you know, I like to stay in touch with her. So that's awesome. It's uh, yeah, it's it's like one of those things. I think it's the seemingly dumbest stuff on the internet can can turn into, you know, very very cool, interesting moments, right? Sorry, Tron. Uh, I am like quite literally in the middle of nowhere, so that cut out. You oh, can good. say that one more time. Uh, I, I was just saying, like, like some of this, some of the stupidest internet moments can turn into like there's there there is a positive bright side of the internet. There's a silver lining there, as as nasty and and fucked up as it can be sometimes, you know. Yeah, and that's what I'll, that's what I'll say to that is like, you know, the the, the like part of why like why I like don't mind that it got popular on the internet is like for the most part it was really not divisive at all. Like, you have people from all walks of life just, like, getting a laugh out of it and getting some entertainment. And, you know, I'm not going to like... So, so in that sense, like, that's that's also a good thing. And it's, it's, it's nice to remember that there can be good to come from the internet, especially, like, right now, in this moment in society. So going back to, like, the, the whole kind of the process of this thing going viral or I guess the aftermath of that or I guess I, I guess before we go there let's let's rewind a little bit when you finally finish you do you just walk up and put your hands up in the air and just you know you feel like a weight off your shoulders do you do you go and hug your server like what do you what'd you do so my my the shift changed right there right before I finished and my 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 trusty server she she went home to be with uh be with her kids um so she left. She left at like six. Uh, so, so the new server and I didn't get a chance to develop a rapport. <laughs> Basically, I walked out. Before anything, probably just like groaned as I got in my car and left. It was not like, a, oh man, I'm so glad I'm done. I was just like, oh, thank God. I like, you know, like, oh God, like I want to go to sleep and not do anything, which that didn't happen for like five more hours because I had to go write a column about it. Oh, uh, but, you know, like, honestly, it was a very anticlimactic ending. Right. I was just like, oh, it's done. Thank God. Let's go home. Were you, uh, was your whole body just like stopped up for a few days? Just, just, you know, feeling lethargic. Your, 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 your intestinal system kind of grinds to a halt. Was it just, just a, a tough scene there for? Everything is very much locked up still i would say to a degree um just like it did it really didn't want that much bread uh i've eaten a couple salads since you know did i i did i did go out saturday night um which maybe my maybe my body wasn't quite ready for that uh as it as it reflected to me sunday morning but for the most part you know it just still like kind of aches but yeah. hopefully by tomorrow, tomorrow's Tuesday. Hopefully we're uh, hopefully by tomorrow we're ready to go. 
uh, when when will you go back and 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 have your next waffle? Not for a long time. Although there definitely was a part of me Saturday night as I was like leaving the bar. <laughs> Some of us were leaving the bar. And we were like, ah, you know, we could we could go to Waffle House. Uh, glad I did. Yeah, glad I did. Uh, but you know, who I mean, who can say? Who can say? I. I it's a real who could say uh, type situation yeah. about when I'll be going. Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt Randy here. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor for today's episode. That is our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the actions. Listen to this great offer right now, folks. DraftKings is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. And don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, golf, so much more all week long. They're safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So listeners, right now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code TRAPDRAW, all one word, TRAPDRAW, when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's code TRAPDRAW for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Thank them very much for sponsoring this episode. And now back to the conversation. What's, uh, will this be the, the punishment for your, for your fantasy league moving forward? Or is this something that, Hey, you guys got to retire it with you and, and, and do something new next year. So I think we're going to retire this one. It looks like we're either going to go, we're, we're deliberating, um, either going to make the, the, the loser do a up comedy routine or 15 minutes at an open mic night um, in their city. We're all scattered throughout the country. Um, one dude actually is doing the van life, living in the van. Um, but, um, so, you know, we'll see. We're deliberating. All of those, honestly, are much more painful than what I had to do, so the, the pressure is really on not to suck again. I feel like you had kind of a, a uh, like a tough, a tougher sentence, though, because you you're a reporter and you're online and you you know that's kind of what you're where you live right like you're you're you... i mean definitely like most of my friends like have like locked twitter accounts so i'm not gonna you know i'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna tell people who they are i guess um but yeah i'm the i'm the reporter like and that's something that we joked is like look if anyone else had to do it like no one would care but because you're the reporter um <laughs> Like you're the public facing one of us, and people are just gonna like, oh, like, people are gonna see it, and you know that made for a, probably a better laugh. So to that end, what's like what what does the process afterwards look like? Because you're probably exhausted, and then this thing goes viral, and then you've I mean it was written up in the freaking New York Times. It was it was like one of the suggested 
stories on Twitter, like like at the very top, you know, just hey, this is probably of interest for you. And I'm like, yeah, I've been following it. Like it, it, like like what does that whole process look like, and what's the most outrageous kind of observations from that? Um, I get it. We like we got to grind for stories and content. Um, but like the literal like probably more than a hundred requests I've gotten to do things. It's just overwhelming and. You know, like for the most part, I don't want to do that. Um, I I didn't talk to the New York Times because at that point, you know, my editor was like, "We're going to need you to write something." And <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well, like you know, um, you know, like person that signs my paychecks gets gets first rights, so, yeah, so whatever." Um, and and I'm sure the Clarion Ledger saw a banner traffic day that day, right? Clarion, I mean, look, it was in all of our all of, all of our corporates, like newspapers. It's in it was in USA Today, which we're owned by Gannett, um, mm-hmm. which owns a lot of newspapers. Uh, it was in it was in the Jacksonville, it was on the Jacksonville Papers website, uh, Tennessee, Memphis Commercial Appeal. Um, Cincinnati Inquirer, you know, like, like quite literally all over the country. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm allowed to say that the story did get clicked on quite a few times. The column did. Probably not the numbers that the New York Times or the Washington Post does or Bleacher Report or ESPN or, or whatever. Um, there were offers to come on SportsCenter, which not going to do. Uh, I'm in, I'm in print because no one wants to see my face. And I would have one of those, like, I don't know what to do with my hands moments, I think, uh, if I had to tape anything. Well, yeah. I'm just, just honored that you came on the Trap Draw, man. Trap Draw exclusive, worldwide exclusive here. You've got the, you've got the podcast exclusive. Um, this will be my only my only podcast experience. Uh, you know, it's uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts by default, but. I don't know. I just I, I, I enjoy the trap draw quite a bit. It's it's it's, it's irreverent in all the good ways. Well, uh, I, we may need to have you back on uh, once you get your feet under you, really, in Jackson. There, uh, do do some sort of uh, big report on Frank Melton because when I uh, would yeah. I love to do a report on Frank Melton. I was unfamiliar with him, and then I listened to the one where you guys had uh, had Bunky Perkins on. Yeah. When I was moving, I was like, yeah, they, they did one. They did one on, on Jackson. And I was like, this guy. And I started reading him up, and I was like, whoa, man. It was crazy. After we did that one, so many people reached out with, with like personal anecdotes or, you know, people that had lived in Jackson at the time or had heard stories. It was it was wild. Yeah, like, I mean, just wild stuff. And that's, you know, like, every, every, every place has got a wild, like, you're going to have, like, a wild mare. But the Frank Melton stuff is really really uh just interesting and largely i don't know i mean i haven't been here long enough to say how how it is like if people think about it now but i'd love i'd love to dig into it some more just for my own my own personal knowledge um yeah no the media stuff man it's just like i mean no offense like the guys out in like san diego or something but like guys i i I don't really want to come on like your espn show or like 10 minutes at like 9, like 6 p.m. Pacific on a Friday night. Uh, I'm, I'm exhausted and, 
you know, there's there's only so much I can add. Yeah. To, to what what people already know. Well, it's also like you know, I think where I get frustrated is sometimes when this stuff goes viral and like you're you're a reporter, you wrote a column about it, and and it you know like like direct people to that column, like that's what people should be reading. Your first person uh, narrative of yeah. it, you know. I mean, that's like, that's the thing with like, that's definitely like a local news gripe in general is as soon as the story goes big or and this is not the kind of, you know, <laughs> I think that I told, I, I, I did do an interview um, with the Washington Post because the, the reporter and I share, uh, we did the same, he's older than I am, but we did the same program at Columbia, you know, we had the same program director, so common, common thread there. Um, and I would, I would, I would hate. I would hate for news to get back to our our uh, program director that I I declined one of her <laughs> one of her other students. Um, but you know, I think I told him I was like, this is not the way that I want to end up in the Washington Post or the New York Times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like it's like, look, guys, I, I know we all are on the content business, for lack of like a better phrasing. But you know, like the, the weird thing to me is like, I'm, you know, I'm a reporter. Um, I, I, I am a, I am also a journalist and I don't like being the story, but if I'm going to be the story, why don't you just, why don't you just like throw people back into mine? Yeah, totally. Oh, it's probably, probably you and you and Deion Sanders are probably the, the main event in Jackson right now, right? Coach, coach prime, man. He's, um, everyone, everyone like loves Deion Sanders news. Um, we've got an excellent Jackson State uh, beat reporter who covers him, you know, like every time he sneezes, you know, he's going to know about it. Yeah. Um, he is. So, you know, you're any, any, any folks inter- interested in primetime, interested in Jackson State, uh, please, please go check out um, Rashad Milligan's coverage. Um, he is, he is very plugged in and knows what's going on. Love it. Um, yeah. But no, he's he's certainly like he he is certainly a person a person of interest for for our readers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Dion, Lee Sanderlin, Frank Melton. I feel like that's the that's the uh, that's the Jackson the, triumvirate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. So. I mean, look, there's a lot there's a lot going on here. Honestly, like people are we're in the throes of. Will we or won't we have a, a medical marijuana program after the state Supreme Court overturned a ballot initiative that a majority of voters uh, approved because of a, a flaw in the language of the state's constitution around the initiative process? Um, that's like that's probably one of the big issues in the state right now. Um, the state has just got a bunch of money to settle with a Medicaid contractor over potentially like overbilling the state for prescription drugs. Huh. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot of things going on. So maybe, maybe my antics could, could draw some folks to some more, uh, more civic topics. Is the Brett Favre thing still percolating down there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Brett Favre thing, it's in existence. Um, the, the, the unofficial official word on that is still that, you know, Brett, uh, Brett didn't have to, your thoughts on it or not, you know, Brett, Brett technically didn't have to pay back that money because he 
he's not been implicated in any wrongdoing. Um, and he, he offered to pay it back, and he, he's paid back about half of it. And it's, uh, it's, it's undetermined if he is going to, if or when he's going to pay back the rest. Um, but, you know, that's the, the thing is, like, you know, it's a, I guess that, that was, people were really interested in that. Um, he just, you know, that's the that's the thing is that there was no, you know, he was never required to pay it back. Yeah. But again, like I'm, this is pure speculation. But the uh, the investigation into that money is, is like where it's gone. I mean, there's a lot of levels to that, both state and oh, potentially, sure. Sure potentially like the federal. Tip of so. the iceberg. That just the, you keep pulling on that string, it's probably a mess, right? Yeah, and, and people are. Like like actual investigators are still pulling that string. Yeah. Um. So that's you know I guess if we're we'll we'll, we'll remains to be seen uh, what's going to happen with with Brett Favre. But I hope you know if he said he's going to pay it back, I hope he pays it back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I won't ask you what you're working on right now because I feel like I you know I don't want to blow blow open the investigation. Well, when's it when's it gonna when's this gonna air? Ah, <laughs> uh, God, probably next week. Probably early uh, next well, week. Well, I mean, you know, it's no secret. I'm not. We've got. Oh, I mean, look, we've definitely got some things that we're 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 looking into on some level or another. Um, but I can tell you, you know, this this conversation's happened that I'm driving out to the Mississippi Delta, um, the, going to the the smallest county in the state, where. Um, it's a uh, it's Issaquina County, where up until about three weeks ago, it had the lowest the lowest vaccination rate uh, in the st- in the least vaccinated state. Uh, but this is this is hopefully going to be more of a good news story about they they, they the mayor of the only town there um, has been very diligent in getting getting some of her people to to, to vaccine clinics, um, and they are you know no longer the least vaccinated county. Huh, okay. um, and it's and it's a county with with a with a long, I mean, interesting history. It's a small place, but you know, it was. It's got a long, long, interesting history, um, that you know, I, I encourage folks to to read about it on Wikipedia. Um, it was at, at one point it, it had the highest um, its population in eighteen sixty. It, it had the highest. Uh, share of its residents as enslaved people uh, of anywhere in the country. So it's it's a, it's a county that is kind of it's a place that's that I guess in, in a way is, is like the center, the core of of America's you know long mm-hmm. violent history. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, and now you know it's it's Mississippi. It's it's the Delta. Disparities continue to exist. Yeah. That that uh, God the Anthony Bourdain episode on the Mississippi Delta. We went down there. That was. That's one of my favorites that he did. I feel like we need to get uh, we need to get Randy and Neil down there for a strapped trip. You know, like South Mississippi would be. So, so the Delta, so the Delta region is like it's so it was it was so confusing to me when I when like I first think of Mississippi Delta, but like the Delta has nothing to do with where the river meets. Is it actually you know, like like kind of like central? So, so the Delta the, Del- the Delta goes from Memphis to Vicksburg okay. and like points east, and you know I don't <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he would mind me sharing this 
But uh, the best way I've ever heard it phrased, and again, I'm new, folks. Don't come after me. Don't crucify me. <laughs> but like uh, I was talking, I was talking with Wright Thompson, uh, just you know, because he lives out, he lives out in Delta. He lives yeah. out, he li- you know, still. Uh, he was like everything, everything south of south of Vicksburg, Louisiana, and everything east of the Deltas, Alabama. The, the Deltas all through Mississippi. Um, that being said, on the topic of strap. Uh, man, there are a lot of golf courses out here that I drive by. Yeah, which is crazy in this part of the world. Uh, there are a lot of golf courses. You know, Morgan Freeman's a member at this club, which I uh, out here. Um, there are a couple public courses uh, that I part of me just wants to get out and like play and see. You know, King Collins is supposed to be building a golf course in Jackson soon. Yeah, and they're working with, on one in Memphis right now too. Yeah, so I mean that'd be great, and I, I, I hope the Jackson project goes through because I look. I've, I've never been to Sweetens. It's uh, on some of my buddies and I. It's it's on our like list of places we need to go. Uh, we're just cash strapped, if you will. But yeah. um, like it's it's certainly on the list. But if I could get a, a King Collins in my in my backyard, that'd be ah man, that'd be great. Um, well, at some point, we need to get down there and, and just do an event or something because it seems like we've got some concentric circles between we'll get we'll get Spencer Hall over for it. We'll get we'll get Bunky down from Tulsa. We'll get Will Bardwell. We'll get, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you, Wright. Can, you can get you can get all sorts of people around like it's, it, you know, it's like such an interesting like cultural crossroads in general, which fascinated me i mean i never thought i'd end up in mississippi in my life especially not six months ago living in the middle of manhattan but here i am yeah that's gotta be a little jarring <laughs> super jarring i mean i'm from north carolina um and you know but i was like part of me was like man i you know new york city like living in the city is great um but the south is still it, the south is home mm-hmm. still and that you know that I love about it. I, I mean, I love the people truly. Not um, to keep you too long, but how did you land in in Jackson? Like, what was? Um, you know, basically, like I wanted to, and I've got time. I've got like forty five minutes till I have to be anywhere or till I get to where I'm going. But um, you know, I, I wanted to go somewhere that that. So I I had been a newspaper reporter for a couple of years in North Carolina. Um, the 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 the, the pandemic. Uh, and as well as a bit of maybe career stagnation helped me realize I wanted to get way more specialized and, and, and much better at what I do. So I started looking at, you know, how, how could I, how could I do that? Um, Columbia has the, uh, has, you know, the, it's, it should, it's Columbia university, yeah. uh, you know, shout out Neil. Um, but like it has the premier, uh, investigative reporting, um, program. It's, it's actually a fellowship, um, it's a year-long thing. Um, and I, I applied for it. You know, I went to Appalachian State. So I was like, I am not Columbia material. I'm not getting in. Uh, but then I got, I got in. Um, so I had to go. And I'm really glad I did. And it just boiled down to, like, where can I go that's going to let me, you know, do the work I want to do? Um, but also, like, I want to go to a place where I feel like I can I can maybe have a bit of an impact and and do work that, that's ultimately going to help people. Hopefully, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a journalist. Like, I'm, I'm not an advocate. 
but part of being like part of working in local news is you know like you have to care about the community because we we work for the community we work for people i know uh, i know reporters are like most people's least favorite people but i would just remind everyone that we you know we we care about the places we live quite a bit uh, i've been here a month and i you know i'm already fully invested in this place and I want to see, I want to see it do well. And, and part of part of seeing a community do well is, is holding is holding power accountable, and you know holding people's feet to the fire and making sure things get done. That that's going to piss people off in the process, but you know. And then my my editor and I like he's he's just got a great vision for what he thinks we can accomplish and what what the Clarion Ledger can be for the Jackson metro area in the state of Mississippi. Um, and in a, in a time of, in a, basically a pretty dark time for local news, uh, it's, you know, I'd say that we have some optimism about the future. At least, you know, I, I hope I say this and it doesn't, you know, it's, it's local news. For all I know, I could be, I could be laid off in two months, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, we're, you know, we're really working to, to do some quality stuff. Yeah. Um, like, people. I feel like at some point the, the tide on local news has to, has to kind of turn, right? Where people kind of realize, man, like this shit's really important. Yeah. I mean, but like, that's the thing. And, you know, I think, and like, look, I, ha- I'm an optimist because I have to be like, this is my, this is my livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, it was this or like be a club pro. Quite literally, um, and I I picked this, and yeah, like this is my this is this is my livelihood. But I I don't know. I believe like we can show our value to people. It's you know people people pay for everything else that they value. Yeah. And why not why not pick up a like I don't want you to subscribe to the print paper. I mean it's cool if you do, but like pick up an online subscription. Uh, those those guys do a lot. Those, those those folks do a lot to keep you informed and like make the place you live a better place. And I know for a lot of people, these newspapers don't seem like much right now. But the more people that subscribe, the more the more manpower we'll we'll be able to put in the in the in the building and yeah. like start doing some really cool, meaningful stuff. Uh, that's you know that's that's my soapbox. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well. For anybody listening, and I guess I guess I could always go be a club pro. If I <laughs> that's always going to be there for you, unless they. I mean, my dad. That's what yeah. my dad does. Yeah. So he's, you know, like that's just it, it runs in the family. I guess he was like, "Don't ever do this, son." <laughs> <laughs> and then I probably really disappointed him when I was like, "Well, I work for newspapers." <laughs> well, you know what? If we ever fire up our 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 NLU I team, you, you'll be one of the first first calls. Please look. If you guys, if you guys ever need any any digging at anything, give me a give me a, give me a shout. Glad glad to do it. <laughs> so, well, but uh, yeah, and same same if you ever get Neil and Randy down here for for a for a strapped Mississippi Delta edition, that'd be yeah, that'd be awesome. The five hundred dollar budget go a long way, but the Airbnb scene might be tough. Yeah, they would uh, they would they would probably be living high on the hog down there. I think. Like you don't know. Like, you don't know though. You don't. I mean, you, you know, you might have you might have to do some advanced research and maybe make it maybe like slash the budget for the trip. Yeah, I don't. Or or just hey, maybe you know, it's a treat for them, 
right? Great food, great culture, great people. Like it's so. Um, Truly. So well, Lee, anyway. thank you, man. This was this was a pleasure. Anybody listening? Uh, it's at Lee O Sanderlin on Twitter and 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 uh, ClarionLedger.com to uh, right. Give me give me a follow. Um, if you live in Mississippi or if you have loved ones in Mississippi, uh, you care about the state from here, subscribe. I'm not going to say that we're always going to we're going to have everything, but we're going to do our best. Uh, we're going to we're going to keep getting better. Um, and you know, yeah. And uh, go support go support your uh, go support your uh, local local public golf course while you're at it. And all right, last question: Has Waffle House corporate reached out to you at all? No, but uh, a competitor has. Oh wow! Okay, Waffle House, get on your shit. You know, yeah, kind of guys. Like, I understand that it's hard to reach out to someone that that did write a column <laughs> called "Welcome to Waffle Hell," but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this with all the all the feeling in my heart. I do love Waffle House. Still, it's always treated me well. I might go have Waffle House for lunch. You've you've got me in the mood. I haven't been in a couple months. There you go. Go get. You. I mean, you know, normally my my time of visitation is is a uh, very early morning or very late morning. Um, I'll, I'll have, you know one of, one or two states of mind. But um, yeah, you know, it's again like guys. You know, it's, uh, Waffle House. I love you guys. Love to hear from you. Let's talk. If you're listening, let's talk. Love it. Love it. Uh, awesome. Lee, well, thank you, man. Drive safe. Um, best of luck. Uh, sounds like it'll be a, a positive story to report this week for you. So Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah. thanks, uh, thanks, TCI. You know, I, I appreciate it. Look, look, looking forward to cringing at the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, uh, well yeah, and I, I'll link you up with DJ, Neil, and Randy to uh, – to get the wheels turning on something in Mississippi too. Man, please. That'd be great. I, I would actually love that. That'd be really cool. So. so awesome. All right, man. Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke